0: It's January 30th, and this is your daily brief in world news. Here's everything you need to know. China Evergrande Group, once a titan in the real estate industry, is now facing its reckoning. A Hong Kong court has issued an order for the liquidation of the company, which is grappling with a staggering $300 billion debt. The inability of Evergrande to present a restructuring plan has sparked concerns about the ripple effects on the Chinese economy particularly on home buyers and investors who are already feeling the strain of the company's downfall. The implications of this liquidation are profound. Evergrande's founder, Xu Jiayin, will lose control over the company, and a liquidator will be appointed to manage Evergrande's assets in Hong Kong. However, the situation for foreign creditors remains fraught with uncertainty, as it's unclear whether Chinese courts will enforce the liquidation ruling. In the financial markets, reactions have been mixed. The Hang Seng Index managed to close higher, while mainland Chinese shares saw a modest decline. Chinese companies listed in New York experienced varied pre-market trading responses. Yet there hasn't been a significant negative impact on Chinese-related financial assets. Analysts are cautious, suggesting that while the Evergrande crisis is a blow to China's real estate sector, it's unlikely to spark a financial crisis on the scale of Lehman Brothers. The Chinese government now faces the delicate task of containing the fallout from Evergrande's collapse to prevent wider economic turmoil. In the midst of this challenging period, Evergrande's CEO, Sean Xiu, has expressed commitment to their clients and the completion of projects. Alvarez and Marsal Incorporated has been appointed to oversee the liquidation process, marking a new chapter in the saga of China's real estate market. Japan's lunar lander, SLYM, has successfully re-established contact with the Japan Aerospace Exploration Agency and is back in action after a series of landing challenges. The craft experienced a significant setback when it lost thrust and tipped upside down, yet it's now fully operational, capturing images with its multiband spectral camera. Despite the adversity, SLIM managed to achieve its primary goal of a pinpoint landing on the moon's surface. The mission faced hurdles including a faulty solar panel and an unexpected landing orientation. Currently, the rover is transmitting images back to Earth for analysis, and the mission team is meticulously selecting specific lunar rocks for further study. In a recent development, NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter has provided a visual on SLIM's position on the Moon, offering insights into the lander's condition and the surrounding area affected by engine exhaust, These findings are expected to contribute to future lunar exploration, especially in the hilly polar regions that may harbor resources such as fuel, water, and oxygen. While the lander has achieved its engineering objectives and is lauded for its design, its longevity remains in question due to the solar panel's orientation and the impending lunar night. Engineers anticipate SLIM will continue its mission until the end of January, but its fate during the lunar night starting February 1st is uncertain. Despite these challenges, SLYM's precision landing and navigation technology have set a new standard, and its ongoing scientific observations are providing invaluable data on the lunar surface. French farmers are escalating their protests, surrounding Paris with approximately 800 tractors. Their grievances are directed at stringent environmental regulations, excessive bureaucracy, and inadequate compensation. These agricultural workers are also voicing their frustration over high taxes, the pricing power of supermarkets, and the influx of cheaper foreign imports that undercut their products. Meanwhile, the country's taxi drivers are mobilizing in a separate but simultaneous protest. They're pushing back against the Ministry of Health's decision to cap reimbursements for patient transport under national health insurance and protesting proposed tariff changes for medical transportation in Bordeaux. These demonstrations are causing significant disruptions, affecting transportation and access in the Paris area, including potential blockades at airports and the Rungis market. In response, the French government has deployed a substantial police force to maintain order. At the heart of these protests is a call for the government to address the impact of its policies on the livelihoods of farmers and taxi drivers. Prime Minister Gabriel Attal's administration is currently engaging in negotiations with the agricultural unions in an attempt to resolve the unrest and meet the demands for improved working and living conditions. In a serious development, Israeli intelligence has charged 190 workers of the United Nations Relief and Works Agency, or UNRWA, with affiliations to Hamas or Islamic Jihad. This has prompted key international donors, including the United States, Germany, and the United Kingdom, to suspend funding to the Palestinian aid agency. The suspension of funds is casting a shadow over the operations of UNRWA, an organization pivotal for providing humanitarian assistance in Gaza. Amidst these allegations, the UN Secretary General has promised to address any misconduct among UNRWA staff. He emphasizes the critical need for sustained humanitarian funding, despite the current challenges. The situation is particularly concerning as the potential closure of UNRWA could exacerbate the already dire humanitarian situation in Gaza. The agency is seen as a lifeline for many, providing essential services and support to those in need. The international community is closely monitoring the situation as it unfolds, with the well-being of countless individuals hanging in the balance. On January 29, 2024, Iran carried out the execution of four Kurdish men. They were convicted on charges of collaborating with Israeli intelligence to sabotage a defense site. The individuals were accused of planning an attack on a missile factory located in Isfahan. Reports indicate they had received training from Mossad, the Israeli intelligence service in various African countries. This event unfolds against a backdrop of heightened tensions in the Middle East, which includes recent attacks on US military installations and a mutual exchange of espionage accusations between Iran and Israel. Human rights organizations have voiced strong objections to the fairness of the trials leading to these executions. There are allegations that the confessions from the accused were obtained under duress, possibly involving torture. Amnesty International has been particularly vocal, pointing to a pattern of the death penalty being used in Iran to target ethnic minorities, suggesting it serves as a mechanism for political suppression. The number of executions in Iran since the beginning of the year has escalated to 65. Many of these are linked to accusations of collusion with Israeli intelligence. The ongoing executions and the broader conflict between Iran and Israel continue to contribute to the instability in the Middle East. This has been your Daily Brief in World News. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates via email at www.brief.news. For more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.